Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Sweet Seats inaugural season finale extravaganza. I'm Anthony Schulte, alongside my colleagues Derek Steele. What's going on? Ben Shadel. Hello. And Zach Hayes. What's up? It has been an amazing first season here on Sweet Seats, and we'll be back next year, but there's more to come on that later. Today, we have a platoon of topics, including MLB, NFL, NBA, NBA and NFL Draft, and also the March Madness Sweet 16. Let's get right into it. First, let's start off with NFL. There was a big trade yesterday. Derek's quite happy about this trade. As a Buffalo Bills fan, I may or may not have jumped out of my seat yesterday when I got news about that. Very you got news 10 minutes late, though. Chiefs are trading six-time Pro Bowl wide receiver Tyree Kill. Super Bowl winning wide receiver to the Miami Dolphins to his team for five picks a 2022 first rounder a second round pick and a fourth round pick as well as fourth and sixth round picks in the 2023 draft wow what a trade I mean per, I, I, I don't think I don't think that was smart for the Jets a rebuilding trade on a contending team huh well here's the thing first off that that forms one of the best uh, wide receiver duos the fastest and uh, wide receiver duos mm-hmm. in the entire NFL with Waddle and, uh, and Tyreek Hill. I mean, it really yeah. doesn't matter how fast your wide receivers are when your quarterback is Tua, who... That's true. Quarterback's got to get it yeah, there. that's true. Exactly. Your quarterback, he's really not shown anything in his first two or three years in the NFL. I really think... I'm, st- I'm honestly... This is coming from a Buffalo Bills fan, by the way. The Dolphins aren't winning the AFC East, but they could take a couple of games. I think they could take a game. They'll sweep the Jets, I think. They'll take a game from the Patriots, and they'll take a game from Buffalo. Because those wide receivers in there are difference makers. I really don't know how the defense is going to do with that without having Brian Flores, who's a defensive guru, guru, by the way. He did a great job with that defense. And then just having Tua as your um, quarterback, and I can't even name who the, wide re- or the um, running back is right now. So... Oh that offense really is going to rely on those two different makers at wide receiver to win them <laughs> games, which is Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, which we both know I really feel that both of them are difference makers and can change the game in just a couple of plays and a couple of drives. Exactly, yeah. So uh, this right here is to his real big chance. You know, he's had, yeah. exactly. he, he, had, exactly. he had Jalen Waddle last year, which a rookie, and, you know, his former teammate. But this is his really big chance. You know, you have a, one of the best receivers in the game, the fastest receiver in the game. This is his big chance to actually step up and be that leader that Miami needs him to be to, to move to the next level. I mean, Tyreek. Tyreek's not the only move this offseason. People are considering this the wildest NFL offseason ever. I mean, we've got Tyreek that yep. got traded. Russell Wilson got traded. Devontae Adams got traded. Sean Watson got traded, Brady retired, then unretired, <laughs> Rodgers returned, Von Miller got overpaid, Wentz Von got Miller traded. did not get overpaid, Khalil he is Mack still in his prime, by the way. He is 32 on a six-year, $20 million Okay, year. he's going to be 38 when he's getting paid. He's playing some of the best football he in his career oh, right dear. now. He's one of the key reasons why the Rams just won the Super Bowl a, a literally fan. month ago. A blind Bills fan. Brandon Bean's a guru at GM. He makes these moves. Think about the Stefan Diggs trade. Think about the Stefan Diggs trade, what that was when they went out. They gave up scraps for Stefan Diggs. They gave up a first, a fourth, and a sixth. Derek, were you were you a buyer in a Josh Allen when he first got drafted? Would you were you a big fan of that? I will say I wanted I will admit I wanted Rosen over Allen. You you, you wanted Rosen. I wanted Josh I wanted Josh oh, I'll I'll be the first to admit I wanted oh. Josh Rosen after over Josh Allen. But looking back at it now, real Brandon Bean knows what he's doing and that Von Miller that Von Miller deal, no, I agree. Six years is a little bit much. I, I agree with yes. that. 120 I that. million. I'm not saying it's 120 an million. Right I'm saying it's an overpay when he's yeah, 38. Yeah, 20 million years. Okay. 20 million years. I get that. Insane. 
Yeah. But uh, on top of Von Miller, Wentz got traded, Khalil Mack got traded, Mark Cooper got traded, Matt Ryan got traded, and Julio got cut, and Baker doesn't want to be there anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, let's first, off, first That first. basically sums up the whole NFL offseason in about five seconds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, first off, let's go back to the Dolphins, right? They have, not only do they now have Tyreek Hill, they signed Teron Armstead, which is one of the best offensive linemen in the league, mm-hmm. and they have a new coach, Mike McDaniel. So it's going to be a very interesting season for the Miami Dolphins this year. I'm really excited to see what that Dolphins can do because McDaniel McDaniels was the offensive coordinator in New San England Fran. or San Fran, you're San right. Fran. He um had some he had Brandon Ayuk to play with. He had some really good receivers out there. Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel. He had not the not the best quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo, but um I'm really excited to see what he can do. And he's that offensive minded guy I really think the Dolphins needed. And he, if anyone, can develop Tua and I really I'm not saying that Tua's gonna go out and be, you know, the next Lamar Jackson or the next like great thing in the NFL, but I really think we could see a breakout year from Tua this year. The thing I'm really most excited to see about is, you know, he's very creative. You saw what he did with Debo Samuel last year, the the amount of jets, the amount of I mean he put Debo Samuel as a running back last year. So if he can do that and level that 49ers offense to what it was, I'm, I'm really excited to see what he can do with this new Miami offense. He made Jimmy Garoppolo, who's an average quarterback, look like a legitimate starter. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Moving on to the uh, NFL draft, where the NFL draft, this is going to be an interesting draft because you got you got a lot a lot of options at the top. Where do you guys, what do you guys think the Lions are going to pick? And also, who do you think is going to go first overall in general? It well, really well, go, go, well, go ahead. Well, first things first, like I said on Tuesday, I think that personally, if, if Aiden Hutchinson is available at two for the Lions, he's going to go there. I mean, yeah. he's been here his whole life. He went to Michigan. Number one, he's used to the cold weather. He's used to the fans here. We're playing in a dome. Yeah, well, well, still, still, dude. Still. <laughs> it's, it's cold getting into the dome. Exactly. Come on, that's what I'm saying. That's come what I'm on. Saying. You still got to walk yeah. outside exactly. if your car if to the stadium. If there's any person in this draft that actually wants to play in Detroit, it's got to be Aiden Hutchinson. So I think it, it's, it's got to be him. It's, they have to have, have circles. There shouldn't even be anyone else on the draft board for the Lions. It should be Aiden Hutchinson all the way. What if Aiden, H- Aiden Hutchinson's off the draft board? What if he goes one? He's not going to go one. What if I he mean, goes one, no though? One. You never know. I mean, I, it's it's got to be Evan Neal at one for the Jaguars. Realistically, they, they, yeah. Evan Neal would be the smartest draft pick for uh, the Jaguars. But think about it. We were talking about um, the offensive lineman, um, Panay Sewell, last mm-hmm. year with the Bengals and how they took um, the wide receiver – Justin, not Justin Jefferson, um, Jamar Chase. Jamar, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Yeah. And I remember sitting here last year saying that the Bengals will not win the v- division. They oh, will not make there. the they will not make the playoffs if they draft Jamar Chase. But man, was I wrong. Yeah. And you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm not gonna I'm I'm learning from my mistakes. I'm saying the Jaguars are gonna draft Hutchinson. I really think he could be a difference maker off the edge. One player I really would like to see the Lions draft. There's a couple of players that comes to mind. Um, Malik Willis, oh quarterback mm. out of Liberty. Come on, dear. I think I think <laughs> no. I think he could be a. I think he could be a good quarterback. You're talking about two. A little bit two. of a stretch. A little so bit overrated. of a stretch. Okay. A little no. bit of a stretch at two. I admit it, but Kevon Thibodeau is another name that comes up to me a lot. Yeah. But he's injury prone. You got um, Akeem Ikwanu, uh offensive liner. Offensive lineman out of North Carolina State. We don't need offensive linemen. So, so you'd rather have uh, Akeem over Evan Neal? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying I'm. 
I'm not saying that. I'm really I'm saying that the Lions don't need an offensive lineman because they they okay. got they got that's legitimate they got yeah. starters on okay, the offensive, very good line. offensive line. On yeah, another Ragnow, another Jackson. name that they could take is Ahmed Gardner out of Cincinnati, a cornerback. Um with the cornerback for the line. I can't I'm I'm bad with names today. Oh god. The injury prone one out of Ohio State. Uh Kuda? Okuda, Jeff Okuda. With Jeff Okuda turning out the way he is, you really need to find that uh, corner. I really, I realistically could see them taking him. Uh, Trayvon Walker out yeah. of Georgia. Trayvon. There's a lot of options for the Lions to go with. But I'm going to second with, I think it was Anthony who said taking Hutchinson number two if he's still on the board. Mm-hmm. Well, let me, let, me go, yeah, let me go back to what you said with Willis. I think personally, I love Malik Willis. I love Malik Willis. I, I don't know if you guys saw his throw at Pro Day. At his Pro Day, 60 to 70 yards. That was insane. I could see taking Willis insane. at 32 if he's still on the board. Yeah, he's not going to be on the Taking Kenny Pickett, um, Desmond Ritter. Devin, yeah, Ritter I really, and Howard. I really probably, think yeah. they're going to take a quarterback at 32 or um, take Chris Olave. If somehow he falls, if Garrett Wilson falls, one of those two really good Ohio State wide receivers falls somehow. Then you you pull the trigger on them ten ten, ten times out of ten. Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson are going to be two names that we talk about in five years being top ten, top five receivers in the league. Yeah, hopefully. But here's the th- here's the problem with me with you guys taking a quarterback with the Lions taking a quarterback. You got Jared Goff with his insane contract right now. So what do you what are you going to do? You going to put Willis or Pickett out there and just let? Ten to twenty million dollars just sitting your bench. But you saw that what happened last year. Like it was not. It did not look promising for them at all. Well, yeah, but that's. I that, mean, golf. Yeah. Golf looked like a good starter the last half of the year. Durable. Once, once, yeah, durable, once yeah. um, Campbell took over play calling and he started running the offense like how it needed to be ran. And I'm not sitting here and saying draft a quarterback like a Malik Willis, a Desmond Ritter, and start him over golf. What I would want to see it happen is I'm not, and I'm not comparing Jared Goff and uh, Desmond Ritter to a Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. But you think about what they did in Green Bay, and I'm I'm a big person who likes how they do this. Is you take the veteran quarterback, you let the young guy learn under him for a couple years, and then he takes the over the reins once that contract runs out with Goff, and you let Goff run in free agency, or you do kind of like a Matt Stafford and you discuss him in trades to like a Miami or someone like that that's looking for a starting quarterback. 100%, yeah. I just want to end the, the little NFL segment on Aiden Hutchinson does have the best odds to be the number one overall draft choice. Just going to well, say that. Let, let, me, let me say one more thing. If we saw the past two Super Bowls, if anyone watched them, you got to know that offensive line is so important. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to the, oh, for the, sure. one, yep. the one two years ago. Yeah, the look Chiefs at Joe Burrow. Look, a, look yeah, at Joe yeah. Burrow this past Most year. Most sacked yep. quarterback in the entire league. And then you look at the Super Bowl two years ago with the Chiefs and Buccaneers. You, you saw that one play where Mahomes was just running around the field the entire time. It just It was so... So absurd to watch and everything. You, you, they need to start improving that offensive line. And that's what the Chiefs did the, this past season. They drafted Creed Humphrey, they signed Joe Thune, they drafted Trey Smith, and now look at their offensive line, one of the best mm-hmm. in the league. Well, yeah, we saw him get to the Super Bowl. It, I mean, I don't know how they made it there with how many times he got sacked, but it, it was he. Bro, they were able yeah. to hold that, hold Bucker down on it, and then it just came back to bite him, and they couldn't get it done because of it. Not yeah. even that with the Bengals. Think about that last play where Jamar Chase. He was wide open, by the way, on the I think it was a fourth and one where Burrow had to escape the pocket, and then he just threw an incomplete pass. Mm-hmm. Jamar Chase was wide open. Yeah, you can say um, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Thank you. I am bad with names today, apparently. Names. <laughs> you are slow today. Come on. Aaron, Aaron <laughs> it is also um, 10 o'clock in the morning. So 
Aaron Donald was clearly offsides with that. We're not going to go with that right now. But if he had better protection in the pocket and he had a better offensive line and he had more time to have the ball survey the field, he had Jamar Chase with the walking touchdown there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you guys think the Steelers are going to do? I'm, I'm asking you that right now because I'm, I'm a Steelers fan right now. What do you guys think the Steelers are going to do for this draft? Ooh. I have no idea what they're going to do, to be honest. No, no clue. I'm a big fan of uh, of Kenny Pickett. I love mullet season. You, you <laughs> talked about you talked about Kenny Pickett earlier. We we talked about Aiden Hutchinson being a Michigan guy and going to the yeah. Lions, which is a, I re- I really could see the Steelers doing it with Kenny Pickett being from Pitt, exactly, um, yeah. playing a. He did not play in, in the, the bowl, bowl game against, against Michigan, Michigan State. State. Yep. Who won, by the way? <sighs> Go green. But, <laughs> but by by the by the way, I'm I'm known for I'm known for hot takes, whatever. Um, uh, Derek hot take incoming, huh? Oh boy. Uh, yeah, that's the sign of five years anymore. I could see them going um, a Jordan Davis or Daxton Hill, someone like mm-hmm. that. Maybe even a Matt Corral if he's still on the board, which I think I think Matt Corral will be the first quarterback off the board. Wow. He had some really good. Stats at Ole Miss, so yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Another thing, if you're looking at quarterbacks in the draft, it's it, you have Mitch Trubisky, who's on this small, two-year, what, ten million dollar deal? I think it's a type. It's a proof it type deal. And even if you have a quarterback, like Derek said earlier, all you have to do is put Trubisky in for five or six games, let the quarterback develop underneath them, and then do what a lot of teams did this season: insert the quarterback in, you know, rotate them with the other quarterback with Trubisky. Uh, it's going to be an interesting system now with Flores as well in in Pittsburgh. So it's going to be an interesting uh, system to see at least what they do. All right, moving on to quickly hit the NBA because I don't want to leave them out. We have a really tight race in the Eastern Conference right now. The top four teams are all separated by just one and a half games. The Celtics are the, are, are, are the the hottest team in the league right now, nine and one over their last ten games They're on a five game winning streak. And the Heat last night. Eric Spolstra, Jimmy Butler, and Udonis Haslam getting in a bit of a fight last that night. That was awesome to watch. On the bench, yeah. Udonis Haslam saying he would kick Jimmy Butler's you-know-what. <laughs> Udonis Haslam saying that he would do the same exact thing, and Eric Spolstra saying, do you want to fight? I mean, you're the NBA season's 82 games, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows. You're, you're going to have your fights. And a basketball team is like a family. And you know this, Anthony, you've played basketball for many years. You know how much time you spend with your team and with your teammates. It's like the same thing with baseball, with um, Ben and Zach. You spend so much time with your teammates that realistically becomes a family. And even with your family, you're going to fight. You're going to have disagreements. So I really don't think that I, – I, that's all I think that was. It was a, just a disagreement, and it's nothing that's going to, like, hurt them in the playoffs or anything like that. Just people argue. But one of the teams I really think you got to watch out for, I hate to say it, I really think Philadelphia. Yep. I, I really, I really right think now, yeah. they're a game and a half. There's a three-way tie for the two seed right now. It's the 76ers, yep. Bucks, and Celtics. All phenomenal teams tied mm-hmm. for one and a half games back. The Bucks being the defending um, world champions, Giannis Antetokounmpo. You got Chicago four and a half games out. Uh, Cleveland being five and a half games out. So it's a tight race the right thi- now. The thing about Chicago, Chicago is 0-16 against top three teams this year. 0-16. They cannot beat a top team. And yes, Lonzo's hurt. Lonzo's probably not coming back for a while. 
And DeMar DeRozan can't do it all on his own, but I mean, like, when you've got a team like Zach Levine, Patrick Williams, Vucevic. DeMar DeRozan, Vucevic, Kobe White, I mean, like, it's not like when you, when you lose Lonzo, it's not like you're you're going to the deep ends of your bench and store. I mean, they are starting AO, which AO Sandu is a, a great player. But you have Kobe White, too. You have that depth at point guard where if Lonzo does go down, you shouldn't be losing games. But, I mean, they can't beat a top team. And how, how are the Bulls going to do anything in the playoffs if they can't beat a top team in the regular season, you're you're a hundred percent you're a hundred percent right there, Anthony. But think about it. We talk a lot with March Madness about oh, it's March. Anything can happen once right. we hit March. Right. It's really the same way with the NBA playoffs, where yeah. we've we've seen huge upsets. Remember, Golden State blew it. Golden State came back from a three-one deficit. Yeah. So I mean, like if if you any sport that you're gonna play or watch, if it's football, baseball, basketball, always has to be next man up. Mm-hmm. You exactly. always have to have that exactly. depth. Exactly. Always have to have exactly. Depth. Any good team always has that depth on their on and their bench. And really, that's really that's really why Milwaukee up. was able to win the exactly. yeah. championship. That's what, that's what you're seeing yeah. this year with Phoenix. Yeah. I was I was yeah. about to bring up the Suns. That's why Phoenix made as deep of a playoff push as they did last year, and they're up nine games right now in the Western Conference. The second place team is the fifty and twenty three <laughs> Memphis Grizzlies, nine games behind the first place Suns. The Suns are running away with the West, and it's really that next man up mentality. And that's why Golden State, yeah, they have Clay and they have um, Curry back, but that's why they've been able to turn it around so quickly is it's that next man up mentality. Yeah, I have a great stat here on the Phoenix Suns real quick. I have a great stat of the Phoenix Suns. Since the bubble, since their, their, their undefeated bubble run, the Phoenix Suns have been 125-35. and 35. Wow. Let including me, me, the playoffs. Wow. That's, that's incredible stat. That's, that's, that's incredible. Let me ask you guys a question. Do you think that Devin Booker should be in the MVP conversation? Yes. When Chris, Chris yes. Paul went down, Devin Booker stepped up, took over that point guard spot, and he flourished. And I feel, I feel, I mean, oh, of course, you got, you got Giannis, you got Joel, you got Jokic, right? You gotta include, you gotta include John, you gotta include Steph Devin Curry. Booker. Not, no, not Steph Curry. Steph Curry's been amazing this season, but he's not MVP caliber. Especially when you look at the stats when Draymond's on the floor and Draymond is basically when Draymond's on the floor, Steph plays good. I feel like to be MVP, you got to be good no matter what. And that's mm-hmm. John Moran. That's Devin Booker. Devin Booker came in and he was like, okay, CP3 is down. I got to pick it up. And he did. They're still winning games and he's still playing at an MVP type level. And I feel like people really have to consider Devin Booker as their MVP this season. Mm-hmm. Well, take a look at the stats. He's averaging 26 points. Five rebounds and five assists—not really amazing numbers, but it's not all stats as well. Right. You you have you have to they have to you know take in some other uh, stuff on the floor. It's not all just stats. I I hate to say that this is true, but it's honestly true too. It's how do these players play in the postseason as well? And if Devin yeah. Booker just carries—I shouldn't say carries—but Devin Booker just plays Lounges out of around, his, yeah. yeah, out of his mind. If he just plays out of his mind in the playoffs, the Sun goes and wins the the um, NBA Finals. He's going to be MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easily. Oh yeah. Uh, we're going to stay stay in the basketball realm. We're going to go to the NBA draft. Mm-hmm. NBA draft coming up. I mean, you got your top three prospects in Chet Holmgren, Jabari Smith, and Paolo Banchero, right? Well, who do you guys think? I mean, the the lottery. Nothing's set in stone with the lottery until the lottery. You don't know. I mean, you see the Pelicans jump up to one. You saw the Pistons jump up to one last year. So awesome. you don't you don't know like what that. can really happen in the lottery. But as of right now in the NBA, the bottom three teams, the bottom feeders as we like to call them, are the Rockets, 
Magic, the Magic and, Pistons. and the Pistons. Mm-hmm. So out of those three teams, let's just assume those three teams are all, in, all in vying for that first pick. Mm-hmm. Who do y'all think is going to go one, and who do you think is going to be? Who do you think is going to have that number one choice? Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stab right there, Anthony. I'm gonna make a hot take first. I know Derek oh, likes to make hot, hot take. takes, but I'm gonna make a hot. Oh, take Oh, here's right a now. Ben Chadel hot take. Out of the three main prospects, you have Holgram, Smith, and Branchero. Mm-hmm. I don't have the Pistons taking any of them. Who do you have them please taking? Tell me. I have them taking Jaden Ivey out of Purdue. <laughs> Thank you. You have Thank no, you. no. Listen, listen, Thank listen you. to this, Derek. Because listen, you <laughs> no, have I'm, right I'm now. Not, I'm not laughing at you. I'm I'm laughing okay, at Anthony. Okay, so I make sure because you have right now for the Pistons, you have the backcourt mm-hmm. in Killian Hayes and Kay Cunningham. It's Corey Joseph. Killian's coming off the bench. Excuse me, Corey. Corey Joseph. Which, right now, by the by yeah. the way, Killian has played out of his mind the last couple. The last I'm really loving it. But here's the thing. For a playoff team, you cannot have Corey Joseph starting at your point guard spot. You cannot. You need a playmaker and a shooter and a scorer right now. And Mm -hmm. right now, Kate Cunningham is that scorer. Corey Joseph... I'm sorry. He's not. He's not good enough to be in the in the rotation in the starting lineup for. He's got to be. He's got to be gone. He's yeah, got to be gone. After he's this season, old. Man. He's I'm what 30, 31 years he's old 32. right now. You got. I I think the Pistons go Jaden Ivey right now with this pick at three. And you say Jaden Ivey, and I say, pick Jaden Ivey. Right. Mm-hmm. We pick Jaden Ivey. We have thirty-one million in cap. Bingo. Hey, DeAndre Ayton. Oh yeah. Listen to he's this lineup. He's leaving Phoenix. Kid, who knows? What he's if we not, give him? If the money is there, Phoenix. he's leaving Phoenix. Maybe. If he looks at our team, sorry, he's you don't, not leaving. You don't, Phoenix are you will DeAndre not give him up. Are you Phoenix DeAndre will not give him up. Are you DeAndre Ayton? Phoenix no, you're will. not. The only way I could see Phoenix giving him up is a sign and trade with Jeremy Grant, uh, Jeremy Grant yeah. and a couple that, that was what of future I was picks. Suggest yeah, next. So but if we don't sign and trade Jeremy Grant, imagine this: Cade Cunningham, Jaden Ivey, Sadiq Bay, Jeremy Grant, DeAndre. And tell me they're not winning ball games. Well, let me let me they're, ask you one more question, winning. Anthony. What do you do with Marvin Bagley and uh, Isaiah Stewart now? Do you put do you, him on the bench? Exactly. Stewart is a great, is a phenomenal player. 100. But he is a bench player. You can He's a, he is a Ben Wallace clone. Now. He's a Ben Wallace clone, but Ben Wallace is not a successful center in today's NBA. DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton just had 35 points and 14 rebounds last night. Correct me if I'm wrong on the rebounds, mm-hmm. but that that's that's insane. Isaiah Stewart. He'll get you eight points, eight rebounds, and three blocks. That's perfect off your bench. Pair him next to Marvin Bagley off the bench. That is an insane bench front or front court. DeAndre then, Aiden indeed did have thirty-five and fourteen. By the yeah. way, good, feed, good job, Anthony. Yes, sir. Yeah, I finally got a stat right. <laughs> but um, I, I feel I feel like Kelly Olynyk can become a great trade piece with Corey Joseph yeah, to out, maybe get some draft year. picks. I mean, I love Kelly Olynyk. He's, he's been old. great for us. But he's I mean, old. he's old. Too he's, old. <laughs> bye bye. Too old. We gotta keep some veterans though, which is why well, this, is, this is this is Corey my Joseph. hot take. This, Corey Joseph. Ooh. No, this is my hot take. Rodney McGruder. McGruder. Oh Rodney God, McGriddles. Come on, Think Anthony. about it. No, 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 Come no, no. On, Think about it. Come on. We keep him for the end of our bench. Oh He's God. not playing. He's not playing. He's a locker room. You can see oh. him come on the court. He comes on the oh. court when we have an injury, and he's splashing home threes. He is a high percentage shooter, and he he doesn't average enough, but he gives you just enough, and that's why I like Rodney. I didn't like him at the beginning of the year, but he's growing on me, just like Jeremy Grant is. I feel like he's better for our rebuild than Corey Joseph. Wait, so you're saying you didn't y- like y'all Jeremy Grant? Sh- y'all should see the, I didn't. Y'all Jeremy should see Grant, the look. Are you kidding me? Ben Shadow Jer- is giving Anthony Jeremy right Grant now. By the, the way, year was a shot chuck. <laughs> Jeremy Grant, listen y'all to this should stat. see this listen, look. This listen look, to this stat. Jeremy oh, Grant, twenty-eight okay. percent in ISO ball before All Star break. After All Star cool. break, after the trade I mean, deadline. how many games did he play before the All Star game? Break, the All Star break as well. I don't know the exact well. amount of games but he because played he was majority. injured. He was he was injured for for about maybe oh, just over a quarter of, of the first half of the season. But 
I mean, he was he was just not good. And and even uh, analysts are saying, yeah, this year okay. he was not so good at the beginning of the year. Hold on, hold on, I'm not done. <laughs> After the All Star break, okay, he is playing within the offense. He was trying to find his stats at the beginning of the season. He was trying to find his stats. Right, huh. he was chucking up shots. Not uh-huh. a good, not right. After the trade deadline, he realized, you know what? Look, I'm gonna be here. I need to play within the offense. Mm-hmm. He plays within the offense. He's not chucking up shots anymore. He is shooting high percentage, high volume shots, and he is scoring while he's doing that. Sure, he may have the occasional ISO ball brick, but it's not every <laughs> other possession. I mean, who doesn't though? I, right. I, yeah, I, lo- I love Jeremy Grant. I, I love Jeremy Grant right now. I love Jeremy Grant when he plays within the offense. Mm-hmm. He lets the offense – because he was chasing his stats at the beginning of the season. Now the stats are just – those stats that he's chasing are just coming to him because yeah. he's playing within the offense. He's letting – he realized this is Cade's show. Nobody wants to admit it. Nobody wants to say Cade's a superstar. This is Cade's show. This is Cade's team. Cade is the ultimate leader right now. He had plus 43 plus minus last night. Mm-hmm. With Cade leading this, this charge and Jeremy Grant playing within the team, Jeremy Grant is – Perfect for this team. Yeah, I saw something. Go ahead. I saw something about Jeremy Grant. You saw something about Jeremy Grant. Continue. You got it. Okay. Oh, oh, Troy Troy Weaver. Troy Weaver. So we're talking about. I talked about Brandon Bean being a great GM, but I you you got to give props to Troy Weaver and Anthony. You know this is you know Mm -hmm. this as well. Troy Weaver. There there is a reason he didn't trade Jeremy Grant at the deadline. There is. You 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 got to imagine his phones were blowing up with Jeremy Grant trades, but none of them were Troy Weaver's perfect pick because he knows. Jeremy Grant's value will go up if he starts playing better. And we see Jeremy Grant playing better. And you know who I heard could possibly be making a trade with, by the way, a possible another top 10 pick? The Phoenix, sorry, the Portland, Portland Trailblazers. Trailblazers. Yeah. And we, even saw, we saw some tampering, too, with, uh, with Jeremy Grant saying hi to Yusuf Nurkic and Josh yep. Harden at the, uh, when yep. the Blazers were in town uh, this he, past he week. You get to play for um, Mr. Big Shot, Chauncey Billups. Mm-hmm. Anyways... Let me let me ask let me ask two more questions to you, Anthony. Right now, you're the Pistons guy. First off, do you think that Kate Cunningham is going to be the Rookie of the Year? Yes, yes. And here's my reasoning why. Cade Cunningham. I mean, we see Evan Mobley. He's flourishing right now with Cleveland. Mm But he came into Cleveland right when Colin Sexton got hurt. Colin Sexton and Darius Garland is the worst backcourt pairing in Uh NBA history. It's terrible. They do not play well together. Colin Sexton gets hurt. He's not playing. Darius Garland is an all-star. Jared Allen is an all-star. And Evan Mobley's just, he found a way to play right with Jared Allen. He's got a, a, perfect, a perfect point guard in Darius Garland. He's got a solid team around him. That's why they're winning games. Cade Cunningham is on the Detroit Pistons, one of the worst teams in the league. We are awful. The Pistons are awful. We. So, and so, you, play, and so you play for the Derek, Pistons. We. Quiet. <laughs> Derek. <laughs> We have had this a, a up and down season. We've had, we've had we've had we've had really bad losses, but we've also had very good wins. Mm-hmm. And oh, Cade yeah. Cunningham is is needed for those wins. And even when we're not winning, I mean, he is still per- he had a bad shooting game, and he still had 15, 10, and six. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's still. People talk about contributing to winning, and that was the one thing people were saying. Oh well, Cade can contribute to winning. He's been contributing to winning. I mean, plus forty three in a twenty point blowout against the playoff team. I mean. I mean, hey, I'll leave it there. Uh, one, hey. one more question. Hey, one more question. You're leading this. One more question. Then I'm done. This then isn't I'm my done. fault. Then I'm done with let, the NBA. Let me just say one thing. Okay. 
Zach's getting his math homework done while we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't there. follow the NBA. He's just sitting there on his laptop. Well, we'll go to the MLB in a second. Yeah, I'm waiting on MLB. Okay, Okay, last question. Do you, after this season, what do you do with Dwayne Casey? Do you keep him higher or no? Fire him. I I keep him one more year. And this is why. This is why. He was coach of the year for a reason, mm-hmm. right? He was coach of the year for – he's a great coach. He was a great winning coach. Uh-huh. He may not be the best rebuilding coach. He may not have the best lineups because he loves Corey Joseph. Uh-huh. If we get rid of Corey Joseph, that leaves a neutral playing field for everybody. We start winning games. We're a winning team. Dwayne Casey's coach of the year again. Dwayne Casey's a great coach when you've got a winning team. You saw it with Toronto. They I made mean, multiple he developed Pascal Siakam, though. Yeah. It, I never said he wasn't a great developer. I just said his rotations in the game. Makes sense. That's his rotations fair. in the That's game fair. are god-awful. That's fair. Yeah. Sometimes I'm watching the Pistons, and I and I want to turn them I have the biggest urge to turn them off because of, that, that's of the rotations I'm Anthony. out there. That's rich coming from Anthony. So um, we, got, we got our NBA, NBA stuff out of the way. Um, let's quickly hit... March Madness. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get to MLB next. March Madness. Uh, we've got we'll go, we'll Sweet go 16 we'll matchups. This is quick. We're the quick hitter. We just need to get our predictions out of the way for this one. Gonzaga, Arkansas. Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Gonzaga has to win. Next I one. need okay. Ben to lose $100. Next, next one. one. All right. Next Michigan, next Villanova. One. Villanova. Michigan, Villanova. Michigan. Uh, Michigan. I have Michigan in this one because I've had Michigan uh, losing in every single one. I'm a Michigan State fan, and they've won every single one. So I'm thinking if they, if I have you know, one, they'll if lose. That's not State, how that works, If Michigan ben. State was making this run, if Michigan State was oh, making boy. this run, I'd still be rooting for Michigan State. Thank you, Anthony. Let me just tell you how much – this hurts me to say this. I got Michigan though. They're one of. They're probably besides the Peacocks. Uh, by the, the by the way, who had the Peacocks making it to the round of sixteen? <laughs> round sixteen. Oh my goodness. Besides the Peacocks, Michigan's the hottest team in the country right uh, now. Yep. I think it's gonna be redemption from 2018 when they lost in the national championship to mm-hmm. Villanova. I got Michigan. All right, oh. Texas Tech, Duke. 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 Right. You saw what they did against Michigan State. It's yep. Duke. And then Houston, Arizona. Houston. Uh, Arizona. Oh! Arizona. Houston. Come on now, Darren. TCU took Arizona to the ropes. Ro- ropes. Ropes. I got Houston. The ropes. <laughs> I got Houston in an upset. Come on now, Darren. Wow. It's Arizona. All right, that's okay. a Derek hot take, ladies and gentlemen. Another one. There it is. One more. All right, and now the moment Zach's been dying for the past 30 minutes. We've St. got... St. Peter's and Purdue. Oh, St. Peter's. We're talking about today's matchups, boy. We're talking about today's matchups. We're good. Okay. MLB, ladies and gentlemen. MLB. How about the, the Tigers? The Detroit Tigers are back. The disappointment. The no, disappointment. they are definitely not being. Derek, I don't know what you're talking about. Come on, no, we, one we had a guy. No, one in three. It's spring training, Derek. Derek, spring, we had a guy give up one hit and two innings, and we pulled him. If that doesn't fair, tell you that we're fair, not experimenting, fair, then I don't know what you're looking fair, at. Right. Fair. Fair. One person that I'm really, really, really looking at and really, really excited for this season. Akil Badu. Akil Badu. Badu. Spencer Tork. Did you see the um, bloop double Torkelson had yesterday? Yeah. He, hus- nope. he hustled yeah. the second yeah, he base, did. by the way. Oh, yeah. Raleigh Green had that rope down the first baseline for a triple. Mm-hmm. Both of the young players are yeah. playing phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And A.J. Hinch is lobbying for them to be on the team right now, which mm-hmm. is saying something. The the last time the Tigers had two top prospects make it out of the spring training, 2006, two guys by the name of Joel Zamaya and, and Justin, Justin Verlander, Verlander. Baby, thank you. both of which should be in the Hall of Fame one day. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the Tigers really got the perfect leadoff man in Badu. You've got mm-hmm. speed, you've got power in that bat, and you've got a, a semi-decent fielder in Akil Badu. So I feel like Akil Badu is like is like their secret sauce, if you will. That was like their hidden gem that they found, and he's really playing well draft. in Lakeland right now. Yeah. Well, let me just say one more thing. The, the blue double and the Riley Green thing, that's great, but let's mm-hmm. push that to the side for a sec. I'm surprised you guys haven't said it. 
Do you guys see the Grand Slam yesterday? Oh, yes, we did. That was awesome. from Ryan Creedler. Unbelievable. I think I saw Creedler's in the starting lineup today, too. I got the lineup right here. We got the lineup today, 105 on Bally Sports to trade against the New York Yankees. Derek Hill, Victor Reyes, Jonathan Scope. Jamer Candelario, Miggy, Willie Castro, Dustin Garneau, Daz Cameron, and Cody Clements. So oh, my God. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm a lot of bench warmers. And then I'm excited and to on the see mound a lot Casey of bench warmers. Today is, on the mound. today is definitely definite. <laughs> oh going to be an experiment day. You see yeah. Bef- Dustin Garneau, Cody Clements, Derek Hill, yeah. Okay, yeah, so it's be I saw something about Hinch wanting to take three catchers north of with him to Detroit. Mm-hmm. Eric Haas, Tucker Barnhart, Dustin Garneau. Do you think that is possible, and would you do it if you're Hinch? Well, let me say one thing first. Zach right here is uh, is uh, Eric Haas me- uh, mega fan, so he's. It doesn't matter what they you are guys. They are 100. It doesn't matter what you guys are going to say. He's going to be like Eric Haas starting every game. No, every no, no, single no, 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 game. No, 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 every single no, game. No, no, <laughs> we saw what they did last year. Haas was amazing last year. Haas and. Uh, it was Garneau at the end of the season. No, I can't remember who it was at the second one. Was it Grenier? Was it Grayson Grenier, I think? No. Griner. It, it was Griner. not Grayson Griner. No. Um, Griner. Maybe, but they were alternating anyway, off, yeah. On, yeah, off, yeah, on, yeah. off, on, off, on. I think they're going to do that again this year with uh, Barnhart and Haas. Or mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. I, re- I really will. I'll lobby for taking three catchers north just because Haas is not just a catcher. Haas can play first base. Outfield. He can play outfield. He can play outfield. He can play left field. And they told him this this offseason, exactly. you're going to work out for first base, mm-hmm. left field, exactly. and catcher. Someone that can play all those positions is someone that you really like. Like a Robbie Grossman that can play like all types of positions. Like a Dom Kelly. Right. Like yeah, a Ryan Kelly. Rayburn. Exactly. exactly. Like a Johnny Peralta. Mm-hmm. Shout out to exactly. Johnny Peralta. Uh, Harold Castro, Willie Castro, Willie Castro, Castro Nick, Casti- yes. Nick Castellanos. Uh, yeah. What about uh, that Nick Castellanos uh, deal to the Phillies though? Oh uh, God, sucks. I, he's, I, the, he's playing I, with I love Bryce Harper now. I love I love Nick Castellanos. It made me really sad when he left, and now he's having all this, this success and everything. I did go with Zach to a, uh, a Chicago Cubs game when they were playing the Reds back in what was it? Uh, 18, I want to say 18. Yeah. yeah, it was it was sometime down there. We were going to a baseball tournament. We went, we went to Wrigley Field, and we saw uh, Castellanos hit a home run, and that, that made me and Zach both really happy and sad. But whatever. You know, you, right now I have the Tigers at this year with their new additions and Javier Baez and Eduardo Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. I have them at Eduardo, just don't over. Don't forget Pineda. Don't forget Pineda. And Pineda, yep. Uh, and, and Andrew well, Chaffin. That's my, that's and my Chaffin. guy. And I, I, he is my new favorite player on the team, just his character. He is Big. He's got the big mustache. He's got the character. <laughs> he's like Dan Campbell when he walks in the yes. first press conference yes. with the bike helmet on. He's awesome. I love Andrew Chafin. I have the Tigers right now going over 500, not making yep. the playoffs, unfortunately. I feel like they make a wild card. I they feel like they're wild card. They, they could definitely wild contend wild for wild card. They can, is, but I don't think they will. The thing about it is the White Sox are the clear favorites to win the division. And you have Correa going to the Twins. So the Central is the tw- right now. The Twins have been aggressive this yeah. offseason. I think the Twins will... St- I think the Twins will get second and the Tigers will get first or third, sorry. But the thing about it is that first series against Chicago, you play Chicago twice in the first three weeks of the season, something right. like that. I mean, get them over it's, with. It's really going to be a tone setter like, hey, we're not going to be your push-around doll that we were last year. Right. We're going we're gonna to make you work for those wins against us. And it's really huge playing them the first game of the se- yep. season in Detroit, which – Comerica Park is going to be loud. It's going to be full mm-hmm. April 8th. Mm-hmm. It is going to be. Oh, yeah. And hopefully the Tigers. Are you guys, are you guys going? No. I'm, 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 I'm I'm I wish I could. I, I think I, I I might be going uh, sometime during that series, but it's I, been I a wanna, while. I definitely want to go that, that series. That series. <laughs> All right, well, hopefully the Tigers can pull out a dub. Again, that's 105 on Bally Sports Detroit today. 
Um, that's about all we have for our inaugural season finale extravaganza and quite an extravaganza it was here on Sweet Seats. What a first year we've really had, and uh, we'll be back next school year for a brand new season. Until then, for Derek Steele, Ben Shadle, Zach Hayes, and our entire Dragon Broadcasting crew, I'm Anthony Schulte. Take care, folks.